remember driving through a particularly bad snowstorm a year or so after getting my license. Winters didn't get too bad where I grew up, but with large stretches of farmers' fields and little to no changes in elevation, the roads could get very sketchy very fast. I was driving home one night and got stuck in a whiteout. Especially being an inexperienced driver, this became a frightening drive for me. Thankfully, I soon noticed a blinking light far off in the distance. A snowplow was driving ahead of me. I figured that if I could keep my car pointed in the direction of the plow, I'd be heading the right way at least. Now, of course, that was only part of my issue. I also had to think about the curving road between me and the plow with the big Essex County ditches on either side of the road. I noticed a faint line, a groove in the snow that the plow was leaving as it drove though. Where the blinking light of the plow gave me a sense of direction, the faint, small groove gave me a constant guide along the way. Both were necessary, though I am especially thankful for the constant guide directly in front of me as I drove. That faint groove in the snow is truly what kept me safely on the road that night. God speaks in many ways. We read that in Hebrews 1, verse 1. In these last days, though, he has spoken to us mostly by his son, Jesus. That is Hebrews 1, verse 2. There has been a great visitation on us in the life of Jesus. Through him, God has spoken to us once and for all, and not necessarily with loudness and largeness. More often than not, Jesus spoke gently, coming alongside those who needed to hear from God most clearly. He did not often shout, though he certainly did that at times. Rather, he usually spoke in nearness and intimacy. Now, I'm not trying to downplay or rebut against big encounters that we have with God. Those are real and important. However, what I think is vital for us to understand is that God seems to value and even prefer intimate, small, gentle, and even ordinary communication with you and I. While we expect an earthquake, God often speaks in gentle nudges, a small voice that we learn to recognize more and more, a nudge that doesn't necessarily need to be mediated through events and miracles in our lives. Rather, the greatest miracle is when we grow so united to God in spirit that our human spirit becomes the lamp of the Lord that sheds light on our inmost being. That's Proverbs 20, verse 27. Of course, when we speak of this inner light, it can become quite confusing to learn what God's voice actually is, just as it was difficult for me to navigate that snowy road. To a large degree, this is why it's so vital for us to make time for spiritual practices in our lives. Over time, we can develop habits of becoming quieter, becoming more attentive and more open to the still, small voice of God. 
we also, over time, grow to understand the character of God and therefore his voice more clearly. Consider the man Samuel in the Old Testament. He had heard the voice of God, rather miraculously, I admit, But he did not understand who or what was speaking to him at first. He had to be taught how to listen and to respond from a man, Eli, who had experienced God's voice before him. You can read about this in 1 Samuel chapter 3. I wonder if we can take some guidance from those who have gone before us too. Here are three significant things that stand out in the lives of others who have become attentive, even conversational, with God in their lives. First, quieting down. For some of us, this is the very first thing that we need to try today. When I think of quieting down to hear God, the first thing that my mind jumps to is actually the priest named Zechariah, who was actually disabled from speaking for a time until the fulfillment of God's promises came true in his life. You can read this in Luke chapter 1. Sometimes we simply talk too much, offering our opinions and our perspectives on things without pausing first to listen. Try being quiet for five minutes today. Don't try to make anything happen. Just rest quietly. Number two, reading the story. On Fridays, we have been reading passages of scripture while trusting God to speak to us. We might recall when the prophet Daniel searched the scriptures in the book of Jeremiah to understand that the captivity of God's people would last 70 years. We read about Daniel doing this in Daniel chapter 9 verse 2. To hear from God, then, Daniel paid attention to the words of Scripture, the words of Jeremiah the prophet, and counted that as hearing God's voice for his day. I wonder, are you spending time reading God's story in your life? There are many reading plans that you can download and use at any time. Third, listening to those around us. Finally, let's recall that the constant way God uses to speak to his people is often through other people. This is one of the great gifts of the Christian community. Remember, the Church of Jesus devotes themselves from day one regularly to humble prayer, to scripture reading, and to conversation with each other about the Lord Jesus. I'm always amazed at the gifts of wisdom God offers me when I take time to listen to the stories and the hearts of my brothers and sisters at Central. And by the way, if you need someone to begin with, please give me a call or an email, and I'm happy to get together to talk. Let's pray. Lord, please open our eyes to see you and to see the companions that you've given us. Help us to hear your voice today in quietness, in scripture, and in community with others. You are blessing us always. In Jesus' name, amen.